welcome to the Mammoth Games cast. Uh, this week, of course, I have Filtercord and Johnny Rat with us. What up? Yo. And we have quite a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, this was a pretty big week, actually. Yeah. As, as anticipated. As Damn about it, this week. week was huge. Yeah. Um, so, there's like... I mean, it's, all of it's news. <laughs> but it's like not news that we would kind of like dig through and be like, hey, here's some stuff that you might not know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like studio departures or people being acquired or things like that. Um, this is all pretty common knowledge that uh, everyone listening has probably at least heard of in passing. Yeah. Right, right. Stuff that we just definitely want to share our opinions on. Uh, we, we have to weigh in on this stuff. It just wouldn't be wouldn't be right not to. Sure. Um, but before that, I think we should probably go through the things that are... I guess releasing this week. We still don't have this section, I think, nailed down proper. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, some, it's been a big week, and uh, I, I think the things that would have gotten swept under the rug were the weekly releases. So it's, uh, sure. I mean, we got some news we'll be able to dabble into a little bit later on, but as honestly, as far as just uh, things to keep an eye out for this week, the biggest one is uh, have your web browsers ready because this Tuesday is a huge release date, uh, Tuesday yep. the 22nd, uh, at um, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, Xbox Series X and Series S pre-orders are going to be going live. Um, and the internet is going to be going down. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Do not expect to do any um, online shopping. Yeah. yeah if you have a locations. chance to go wait inside of specific stores and stuff, I imagine there are going to be lines for people waiting for that. Um, but it's going to be a, a big deal so. on just well, maybe. waiting. Yeah, for, for places that allow in-store pre-orders, I guarantee there will be some lines there for the people that want to get it and don't want to fight with the internet because the internet's been a huge burden. We'll cover some more of that later. Yeah. But uh, we might have touched more details on the Series X and Series S stuff there, but Tuesday's going to be a very big day for that. So yeah. if you have any shopping you have to do on like BestBuy.com, Walmart.com, Amazon, anything like that, do it before then yeah. <laughs> for anything that's not Xbox related. Because good luck even logging into your accounts uh, come that time. Yep. Yeah, it's, we're, we're, in that, we're in that time now. We're in that exciting time where, you know, it's like all this shiny new stuff is like right, like right here and around the corner. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I think this will probably be the last, you know, the last big, this is like the last big thing that we're kind of waiting on Yeah. And before we get into that, like phase of just anticipating the new stuff coming out, just mm-hmm. everything's squared away. We're just kind of playing the waiting game. Um, so yeah, definitely go get all of the info on the Xbox Series uh, Series X and Series S, figuring out which one that you want. Um, you know, trying to pick your retailer of choice. Have a backup retailer if you're yep. shopping online, just to be safe. Um, and uh, yeah, it's um, you know, like Johnny said, you're gonna go down September 22nd at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, uh, now we can officially get into the video games. Not many games uh, to speak of this week. Yeah, so 
Uh, primarily, we're looking at also on Tuesday the 22nd, so uh, terrible <laughs> day to try to be coming out. Um, Sirius? No. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim on PS4. Uh, that's coming from <laughs> Vanillaware. Yeah, you didn't we've, write got, that. we've got some really good editing in, uh, in the. That's uh, not what it says. Page. <laughs> There's some very interesting stuff going on here, folks. I assume that was Johnny, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did okay. a couple of these, but <laughs> primarily Johnny. So um, this is from the same team that made, uh, what was it, Odin Sphere? Um, they're doing like a mech game that's set in Tokyo, the I'm guessing. Future? I don't know, it's in the future. <laughs> I don't know, it's in the future. <laughs> it's fine. I, I mean, I, they're never going to be able to catch me. Just like the type of game this is, it's just not interesting to me. But go for it, cool. It's exciting stuff, folks. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I feel like I saw that top-down view, like the map view with the mechs, and mm. it's definitely not my jam. Yeah, but it's not I, my I feel thing. like that's something that you, I figured that would be something if anybody uh, that you would be interested in, just the. Like, if it's, like, a turn-based, like, yeah. It's well, it's, exactly what it I mean, like. it's doing way too much, like, I don't know. It's got that visual novel aspect to it as well. It's it's mm -hmm. weird. I still think it'll do well, though. It's that very niche kind of game that'll... Yeah. It, it'll do extremely well for the crowd that it's catering to. Yeah. Right. Well, my thing with this is, like, um, Into the Breach exists. So why would I play this game? <laughs> right. Uh, and Into the Breach is better, like, uh, for what it's trying to do. Like, Into the Breach is considered one of the best, like, tactics games, like, ever made. So, what could this possibly do? That I, I don't really like what it's doing with the visuals. It's very weird. Um, Everyone's bodies are... I'm sure like, Grimm is, like, super excited for it. Everyone's bodies are, like, squished. Yeah, I don't like it. They have, like, big head and big hair. Big, but, big. like, a weird torso. It's mm -hmm. weird, um, but yeah, that one's coming out for PS4 um, on the twenty second. So risky day, risky, risky day. day. Also, yeah, PS4. So I guess it, it'll be uninterrupted on the PS4 marketplace, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, IGN gave it a eight out of ten, actually, yeah. which I'm super surprised. They do. Vanillaware does a really good job. Like. They do a phenomenal job on the games they put out. Yeah. It's just that you have to like those kinds of games, right? And they're not like they're not winning over a new audience. They're just doing what this audience wants really well. Right? Yeah, I think that's the big thing to remember. They're not trying anything crazy new. They just, yeah. they have that crowd they know they're working with, and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Let's not like we're not out here trying to win people over. We're out here just trying to service the fans. Right. And then, uh, coming out Thursday the 24th, Serious Sam 4. Directuming. Um, yeah, so this is uh, the inter most interesting thing about Serious Sam is that it's made by the only major video game developer in Croatia. It's a Crow team. That's, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> How much more serious can Sam get? It's very non-serious. Well, this is times four. Yeah. So... I think the thing that these games, like, mainly, like, lean on is the, like, technical power of having, like, just a shitload of enemies on screen at any given time. 
So they're really capable of doing some crazy stuff on screen. So I've never been disappointed by anything with Devolver Digital's name on it, though. So. That's true. They got a I powerhouse mean, backer here. This is hilarious, though. Just looking at the... Yeah. Just the animation of people exploding. Yep. <laughs> it's really, really funny. Is this what Serious Sam has always been? Yes. yes. I've never played... I don't think I've ever played a Serious Sam game. You probably should if you like ridiculous shooters. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that were, like, big Doom fans kind of it, got into this. It's very Sam. Doom, yeah. Yeah. It was a Doom ripoff in the beginning. For sure. But it just kind of went its own weird direction. But kept that visual style. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and move along talk about some freebies before we do that. If you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Chat with us about all the news we talk about here. Uh, there first as well. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do junk just like this. Just trying to keep all you guys up to date on all the things that are happening in the world of video games so if you use the social media you can pretty much find us on one of them and follow us there for sure all right let's go ahead and jump into the weekly epic game store stuff so last week i think we talked a little bit about being able to get stick it to the man i believe was the only one announced at the time right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they've so if- really opened it up yeah, it turned out to be a much bigger week than we were initially anticipating because they went ahead and added uh, Football Manager 2020, which mm-hmm. is a big, you know, mm-hmm. simulational, like, soccer club manager type thing. And then uh, also Watch Dongs 2. Hell yeah. And nobody nobody uh, updated that in our Google Doc. I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah, disappointed in us. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, obviously Watch Dogs 2, great time to pick that up and crank through it. I, I mean, pretty much everybody <laughs> Don't say agrees. Crank through it. <laughs> pretty much everybody agrees Watch Dogs 2 was better than the first game. Uh, Watch it was Dogs not, 2 was really good. It's it was not, really like, super good. heavily played. I think it came out at a bad time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, yeah, originally it might have come out at a bad time, but then. Mm. But then, cyber, the idea of, like, Cyber Future started catching on, mm-hmm. and people were just getting into. I feel like maybe we were moving from, like, the the thing that everyone was playing was, like, high fantasy moving mm-hmm. over to, like, yeah. future fantasy. Mm-hmm. And this game fits that. It's very much like, hey, this is, like, real world, but we have all this cool future tech. Right. Yeah. Um, this game does a really good job. It's, man, yeah, this one's up there for, like, probably one of my favorite games, um... Of like maybe it's this generation. generation. Yeah. yeah, it's probably in my top ten somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, super fun, and the cast was fun. You know, Watch. I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything bad to say about it, and it's free. So if you haven't, it, played, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's about as good if, of a deal as you're gonna get. If you're interested in Watch Dogs at all, um, you can, and you haven't played any, you could pretty much skip over one, go straight to two, and then jump on Legion here in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and be completely caught up, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, you know coming up soon after this wraps up on September twenty fourth, uh, they're going to be giving away Roller Coaster Tycoon three, the complete edition. Nice. And who fucking knows what else? Because <laughs> they seem to always give something else out. Yeah, they've um, been trying to kind of branch out. I think people initially were kind of complaining that you know there wasn't a whole lot 
Like, especially some of these weeks where they would only announce one game. Or they would announce two, and then one of them would, like, drop off. Yeah. So, uh... They're playing it close to the vest these days, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, Can we talk aside about the butt detail on Football Manager 2020 on that cover art? Yeah. Hell Look yeah. at Rodriguez over here. They know how to get that money. Yeah. Like, that is very well defined, and I did not want to see it that noticeably. Uh-huh. You want the money? You gotta, you gotta give out the honey. You know what I'm saying? How can anyone pay attention with that dude's cheeks clapping that loud running across the field? That's a great point. Yeah, great Damn. point. Uh, they're also still giving away three out of ten, which I actually really like. You know that just narrative. Um, it's actually super funny. These guys, um, I think the video game company that they all work at mm-hmm. is Shovelworks. And it's yep. the worst video game company. They're like so explicitly designed to just shovel out shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's really really fun. Um, a lot so of Wii you, games. You, what was that? I said a lot of Wii games, a lot of shovelware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you got three out of ten sludge Lo- uh, sludge life and Thimbleweed Park still up there for free. For sure. That's well. so, that, uh, like a extra add on story on Thimbleweed Park. But yeah, I think the they gave out the main game for free at some point. So. Yeah. So, some cool stuff. Um, let's go ahead and shift gears into what I would call the news, but it's really turned into this event happened this week. Well, yeah, it's like, here's the three events that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, to start, oh, I, I feel like we'll start with... I think we'll save probably the biggest one that we'll have the most to talk about. Yeah, we'll start last. with the small one that I totally forgot was happening. Mm-hmm. Night City Wire 3. And it's good. I understand. I, I'm the same way. I actually did not watch this until we sat down a few minutes ago. And yeah. I kind of ran through it. Because I kind of don't want to see anymore. We, uh, uh, I mean, Johnny, you might not be aware of this, but we talk about Cyberpunk a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. It was, it was <laughs> oh, a weird thing that I kind of picked up on a, a mm. few minutes ago. I'm an empath. I'm able to detect when people talk about something a lot. We're... Uh, we're, we're, we're big fans, and uh, yeah. we're really excited. And um, it seemed like this one, they just wanted to talk a little bit more about, like, the city. What's going on in the city. What you can do in the city. Um, they started off with this uh, fun little postcard. Um, it looked like it was, like, just some media from the city. Uh, like, someone talking about, like, hey, this is what's going on. What's happening? in your world right mm-hmm. now. Um, and that's pretty cool. That's a, a cool detail that, you know, I, I didn't expect, kind of. I didn't expect them to go, hey, this is what's going on with um, the political climate, and here's what's going on in media, and here's what's going on in, you know, of course, technology. I kind of expected yeah. them to just plop us into this world and then have us figure it out. Um, there was right. a restaurant called Mac and Cheezus. Yes. I'm, that's where I'm going to be living, son. That's going to be my secret hideout. Why that isn't a restaurant already is Hold on. beyond Reg- me. Registering the domain. Gourmet mac and cheese. Mac and cheeses. Um, okay, I got it. But they run down all of this info about what's happening um, in the United States and how we pretty much can't come back from it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And which is, folks, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking to camera very heavily. <laughs> yeah, stares at the camera, uh, yeah. like the office style. Um, it's rough. I'm not loving it. Yeah, it's the opposite of McDonald's. 
Um, me, uh, speaking of that, if you guys ever get a breakfast sandwich in the morning, put the mm. hash brown on the sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's the way to go. It's the only way to go. Figured that out earlier. And then just now dump no out your full like cup of coffee onto the, the sandwich with the hash brown. The hash brown will absorb most of the liquid. You get it as efficiently as possible, and then so, you're able to get it all out in one shit later. I use it as an au jus. Mm. Yeah. Save the mess. That's it. But anyhow, they run down the... Uh, there has to be McDonald's in Cyberpunk, right? Uh, but anyway, they run down uh, basically what's going on with Nightlife. And then they pop up this uh, URL, um, nightcity.love. Um, you can actually pop over there. It's actually you know, like a full website with pop-ups and fun junk. You can learn a bit about history of... Um, you know, the history of Night City, uh, what's currently going on, the political climate. It looks like there is um, a uh, vote for mayor currently going on, so that battle is going to be happening. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think is interesting, right at the top of the page, it says, Today's Body Count Report. Oof. I wonder if this is just something static or if this is something that we'll see climb. Or if, if Ice-T adding- is in the game. If what? Ice tea? Body count. That's funny. Yeah. Folks. Um, but I wonder if this will add up, like, when people start playing, if they're just keeping count. You know how they keep count of, like, staff? Yeah, that would be like really that. cool. Like, total number of deaths. Or this could be even just utilized later on for online. And maybe mm-hmm. they're testing it and they've only had four people die in online today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually check out, like, each like specific area uh, like area after you close out like the pop-up that happens on each one um you know if you're curious to know about like who lives in you know specific areas or uh, what to expect so kind of cool um totally understand if you guys don't want to know anymore kind of like me. yeah um but i do love seeing stuff like this it's very um it's very rock star of them mm-hmm. um it's very cash money of them, you might say. I, I loved, I loved how Rockstar did that with Grand Theft Auto. They, you know, they, I think they started that back at like four, where they had like a functioning internet, mm-hmm. and then five's like internet is actually pretty fun. You can like run around. There's like a ton of side stuff that you can find in there. Um, like there's even one where you can basically try to piece together the murder of some lady. Right. Yeah. I remember you talking about that when it first... Well, not when it first came out, but shortly after initial release. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of cool stuff. And then uh, you were mentioning they talked a little bit about um, the PC system requirements, right? Yeah, shockingly uh, accessible, considering that, you know, this is one of, like, the bigger games that we're looking for this year. And, you know, a lot of people are anticipating one of the most technologically advanced games they've seen in a while, right? Um, so we're looking at minimum operating system. You are going to have to have a 64-bit operating system, but it can work on Windows 7. I wouldn't that's, recommend it. That's surprising. If you're yeah, a real psychopath, you can try to run it on 7. Um, other than that, I mean, it's, you know, uh, you can have a, a an Intel Core i5. Uh, you can go all the way back to an AMD FX8310. That's pretty, uh, I mean, both of those are, you know, i5s are still sort of in use, but... They've pretty much been superseded at this point. Yeah, um, I feel like I have to have. Is, yeah, yeah, you have to have eight gigs of RAM, which is you know, is completely Standard. normal. Uh, yeah. yeah, you've had to have eight gigs for a long time. 
Um, you can have either a GeForce GTX 783 gig or an AMD Radeon RX 470. That is so That's ancient. Yeah. Like, it's really odd. Um, they'll install DirectX version 12. That's nothing unusual there. Um, and then you need 70 gigs of storage, and they recommend that you put it on your solid state drive. Yeah, but it can work on a standard HDD. So, right. so it's it's interesting. Like they're like I said, they're uh, really getting away with uh, a lot by cramming it onto that. And it even like when I first saw that, I was almost like, ooh. I don't know if it should be able to run on something that dated. But then it's like, I don't know what they've been doing with optimizations and everything, or, you know, is the game going to run better if you're always connected online because they might just stream some stuff to you? You know, they haven't really talked about that, but it's possible, you know, so sure. it's hard to yeah, say. And then, of course, they go on in this PC Gamer article talk a little bit about what is recommended. Of course, 64-bit Windows 10, yeah. um, an Intel i7 or an AMD um, uh, Ryzen 3 which is, I still think those two are pretty, like, not low, but they're not, like, high-end or anything. It's, it's still lower than you would think. It's Yeah, it's it's manageable. Um, 12 gigs of RAM, um, which I think most people, I think even by, you know, a lot of people's default, they just go right up to 16 right away. Yeah. Um, so, that's fair. Um, GTX, or an NVIDIA uh, GTX 1060, uh, or an AMD um, R9 is kind of what they're looking at for graphics um yeah. and then of course we already mentioned the seven gigs of for solid or 70 gigs for solid state right um which still even they're recommended is not too crazy yeah yeah i expected this to be really high i expected it to be like this sh- like hey this will not work for sure you, yeah um so, as I said, I didn't really run through this. They did a whole section on, um, like, gangs in mm-hmm. uh, um, Night City, which is probably uh, going to be interesting. Uh, I think they talked a bit about, like, the animals, um, which I think are the bodybuilders, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're the... Yeah. The, the they're like, they've been trying to avoid getting, like, cybernetic enhancements and stuff. Yeah. They're trying to just get swole as hell. You gotta respect it. Hell yeah. Gotta respect it. I wonder if your body type will change. If you like... You know, kind of like... Side with these guys a little bit. Yeah. That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, they, they talk about... A few of the gangs here. Where to, where to go. They have uh, a little bit of dev insight on the gangs. And then... Uh, they finish it up just by talking about they've been running a contest for like um, the best like PC case mod or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and those actually those PCs are really sick looking. I don't know if you guys happen to see those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of them's like the robot that Miltech robot mm-hmm. that has like the um, like the spider legs. It it looks just like that robot, and it like moves and everything right so pretty cool stuff um so go check out uh check out that uh night city wire episode three if you guys are super interested right uh another big uh kind of reveal event of a nintendo direct mini partner showcase yes this is kind of the higher tier indies that are working with uh and really just you know 
Just non third party all around. Yeah, just third party all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some good stuff. They came out strong. I think with something that wasn't. I I don't know if people really even knew about it or mm. if they were, you know, there were even like rumbles of people talking about this. Um, but the uh, first thing they show off was Monster Hunter, and they show off two games, Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Mm. Um, so starting with Rise, this looks like your more typical like single-player Monster Hunter game. Right. Um, yeah, it, it looks... Um, it actually doesn't look bad. I, I the, tech, the environment textures don't really do it for me, but everything else just kind of screams um, you know, Monster Hunter. Very, mm-hmm. typi- very typically um, and they kind of capped off you know talking about everything with Monster Hunter here saying that uh, March 20th 2021 this one would be available pre-orders are up now yeah so that was kind of cool Monster Hunter Rise looks like um, for me I think it's the better of the two it looks like the between the two it looks like the um you know, more typical experience that you'd expect from a monster. Yeah, game. more of a core game. Yeah, they're two really different kinds of games, though. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, the, the the other one, which was the Monster Hunter Stories two, the mon- the first Monster Hunter story was was weird. I didn't get a chance to try it out. It, it was pretty late in the 3ds life for it to come out, but it was a a really neat one. It definitely takes that cartoonier approach. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has a, a very different art style. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, ca- yeah, cartoons are a good way to explain it. Kind of um, like more of a more anime look than mm-hmm. you know the other stuff that we had that we had picked up. But um, this one looks to be more instead of about slaying monsters, more about coexisting with monsters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this one's definitely more of a more of a story and less of an action game. Yeah, story was the one that actually had amiibos. So that one, Damn. the original did have amiibo support. Oh, so nice. that's another big thing. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that kind of stuff happen with this one too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, as the show progressed, or they said that one was coming out summer 2021 for the stories too. Um, then they progress, they start showing off a uh, fitness boxing game. Um, so fitness, boxing, two rhythm and exercise, um, just another uh, like exercise game, which are actually doing pretty well on the on the Switch. People are, um, wh- what was that uh, Ring title that came out? Uh, ring Fit, Adventure, yeah, Ring adventure. Fitness, something. Yeah, people were actually like super into that. Yeah. So, kind of cool. Um, seeing getting like multiple. Yeah, you know, it kind of brings back to the like the original Wii. Mm-hmm. You know where people are using the system. Casual people are using the system for more than just playing video games. Right. Yeah. Uh, then they continued on to talk about uh, Disguise Six: Defiance of Destiny coming in summer twenty twenty one. This is a series I've never got into. I don't know. No, Johnny. it's something I've been always interested in. As like, you know, knowing that it's like a tactical game, but just never really got into it, Johnny. I, I played some of them. I played some of the older ones. Um, they're just... To get into a new series like that, for mm-hmm. me, was too overwhelming. 
There's yeah. a lot there. It's really cool character development. It's a really fun story. Um, the games always had really neat mechanics for a tactical RPG as well. Mm-hmm. I just never could stay attached to them. But I absolutely love the art style. I love the attitude these games have. I, I know exactly why they sell as well as they do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, kind of like more of a like a cult following. I feel like with this kind of game rather than yeah. a, like a big mainstream following. For sure. And, and these are the same guys that make the Persona and the Shin Megami Tensei games too. So aside from that, actually the next thing they talked about is something I'm, I'm hugely pumped for this. Yeah. Very pumped for. Um, so, uh, oh, there's a. I think they said that there's actually a game trial available, um, September 23rd to the 29th. To the 29th. Yep. Um, for for Disgaea Five Complete. So. Um, yeah, like that trial interested. will be enough to let you know if you like the game because it right. is insane. Yeah. Uh, so up next uh, is Empire of Sin. Um, another mm. actually really like I, I don't think a lot of enough people know about this game yet yeah. uh, to be uh, like for it to be a big game. But yeah, this one is looking super good. It's uh, it's like a turn-based uh, strategy game mixed with like a management sim. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like uh, a where, mafia management game basically yeah Yeah. um so you'll be running uh you know like racketeering schemes and uh you know managing your um your crew and then as well it's a tactics game uh set in like probably the like 20s Um, i'm gonna be john romero's grandmother (laughs) but it looks super cool like uh you know there's gonna be a lot of like it looks like um bootlegging stuff going on and yep. like some speakeasy stuff which is really cool um and that one did get a release date i think it's like december and i don't know if they gave an exact release date yeah it's book. november or something yeah i'm checking real quick uh but yeah they continued to kind of show some other Let's stuff say. december um, 1st december 1st okay um, so the next thing they showed off coming to Switch, Sniper Elite 4. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, you know, people actually are super into the Sniper Elite series. They, they kind of They're cool. have a really good lock on that um, yeah. that bullet time thing going, do- uh, going on, which is fun. Exactly, um, yeah. It just, like, a, a, satif- a satisfying shot. Yep, so. it's not like I've, I've like dabbled in these games. I do like the first couple missions, and then once the game starts getting hard, I quit. <laughs> sure, because it's like I just want to see a dude's head blow up when I shoot him. You know, that's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, I'm not trying. We to all be have a our own fun. Yeah. So, um, after that, they got into a. Um... God damn it! Good luck uh, even <laughs> translating that. <laughs> They got into uh, some games that are available today. The first one was The Long Dark. Stupid bitch. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, I actually don't know too much about the. Uh, yeah, Long it's like Dong a. Uh, the Long Dong Johnson Lark. Uh, it's like a survival game. Um, you are stranded in like far north uh, Canada, and you have mm. to. You're, you're in like a logging camp or like another area where there's 
sort of some civilizational stuff, but, you know, still enough that you're in danger. Most of it's like, it's cold out here, I'm hungry, oh shit, that's yeah. a bear. Yeah. Uh, that really came out when the uh, survival games were just starting to get big. It's been out for a long time on PC and stuff. Okay. Um, and yeah, that one was made available today, as well as um, the PGA Tour 2K21, uh, which is getting, as well, a physical release on September 25th. Um, people like golfing on video games, mm. so you know, that's, true. that's what that is. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And the last one was Supergiant Games' game Hades. That was a Epic Game Store exclusive, I believe. Yep. Um, it has since made its way to Steam and now Switch. Yeah. Which is rad. Uh, people love this game. It yeah, I'm probably really going to play cool. that on Switch. Yeah, this looks like... Uh, it, Switch seems like a really good play. I think we said that originally as well. Yeah. That Switch was the good way to play that one. For sure. Um, I have no idea about this next game. Johnny? Anyone else? Um, I didn't really get to, to see much on it. Uh, Balan Wonderland is a game that I loved aesthetically from the first things I saw about it. Um, it's Square Enix doing some weird platforming adventure. Mm -hmm. um, and it's... I don't know. There's aesthetically, I want it. It's like you're in. I I can't even. It feels like it's inspired by so many different things. You have a ton of different kinds of worlds that you're going through, mm -hmm. but you're also kind of putting on these different costumes that are giving you these different powers in all these different worlds. Yeah. Um, so if you watch the trailer, there's like a world where there's all these fans blowing air straight up, and if you get like the sheep costume, you can puff out your wool and float with the air current. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it reminds me of like older games like it's weird I played Kid Chameleon back on Sega Genesis which was all about yep. putting on the different costumes and having different powers but this is like 3D platformer version of that so it really reminds me of a back on the Playstation 1 there was a game called Swagger Man kind of reminds me of that just mm -hmm. the way that they have like when they kind of introduce the co-op portion of it and just the way the like platforming and action kind of work together. It's like a puzzle platformer a little bit. Yeah. You're going to have to figure your way around to find a bunch of, you know, like cool hidden things you might not find originally. But definitely the main thing that they're focusing on here is uh, the very different costumes. I think they said 80 costumes in total. Yeah, and it, it's coming to other consoles too. I know this one's at least coming to Xbox as well. Um, at least Xbox One. Uh, it doesn't come out till March. I would assume we're going to see these on the next-gen consoles as well mm. um, just because of the fact that it's it'll be next year. So um, even if it only gets a digital release on those platforms, I can still see it coming. But I know you can already pre-order it um, on Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you are into like quirky... Um, like action platformer puzzle games. Uh, definitely check into that one. Yeah. So we also had announced uh, Rune Factory 5. So it's kind of like a fantasy inspired uh, Harvest Moon almost. Yeah, the Rune Factory franchise is huge. Yeah. And that, mm -hmm. that's literally what it is. It's Harvest Moon meets a fantasy RPG. Right. So I'm excited for that. I'll probably play that on here. This actually looks great. The yeah. art style is super pretty um and it's just ridiculous enough to catch like my attention you know even someone who's never been into right um a room factory game so yeah cool very interesting and then last but not least 
they wrapped up by showing um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that one's kind of shocking. Because it definitely, like, Ori is one that seemed like an Xbox-owned property, and it wasn't. Yeah. For anyone that's curious about all these little laughs that happen with Night Swarm, he's uh No idea what you're sh- laughing about. He wrote in fu- he fucking wrote in Ori and the Will Arnett of the Wisp. That's not funny. We share we use a Google Doc that's shared for all of our information that we go over and take turns reading from, and somebody got creative and started throwing in some different words in the middle mm-hmm. of some of these talking points. So <laughs> Um, he was offline for about 15 minutes before we went live earlier and had no idea what he was coming back into. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Will Arnett, that one's definitely the winner of this one. That's funny. God damn it. Um, and uh, I think they talked a little bit about even a uh, like collector's edition. Yeah, for, there's or a, a, this, a ridiculously is, yep. awesome looking collector's edition. For like 150 bucks. They did not um, have to go this hard. They did not, but they did, and I appreciate it. But yeah. isn't it both Ori's? Like, is yes. it a physical copy yep. of both? Because that's kind of. That plus the dope, like, monolith opening from the side style box, all the art yeah. cards and stuff. Like, God, I want it, but. Do it. That's the kind of game that's perfect on the Switch, too. Yes. For sure. Um, so that's out there as well. You can go, uh, you know, check that out and pre order it if you are collector fan for sure all right and then uh the final event of the week the the one that we had i feel like we've been talking about this for like uh like a year and a half or two years already on our show yeah Um, we've been waiting for this one for a while uh we were waiting and waiting and waiting last week we were talking about how excited we were for it to be coming up um I hopped on my Twitch stream after racing through traffic to try to live stream reactions to it with Night Swarm there with audio with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the PS5 presentation finally kicked off and they did not pull any punches. It kicked off with probably the biggest reveal I could have ever been ready. I, I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Uh yeah, it, it was, it, you know, and as well, thank uh, thank you to anyone who, uh, you know, followed us over to, uh, you know, Johnny's channel to watch our live react, which was fun. Um, but, yeah, it was something that we anticipated. It's We had a, over a week of hearing, you know, hearing a few rumors and, you know, it kind of, like, rolling around in our skull of this idea that they mm-hmm. could come out and talk about this. Um, but they came right out with it with Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Um, which was big. Like, just after straight watching up. the whole thing, I was like, that might have been the biggest thing of the yeah. show. I was still shaking, like, halfway through the presentation, still geeked out of my mind, because <laughs> I'm, I've am i always been a huge Final Fantasy fan, and with 16, they're taking it back to fantasy, like, to that high fantasy royalty swords and sorcery type stuff not like the futuristic weird alternate timeline future fantasy but right yeah and the interesting thing to like point out i mean there's a lot but one of the interesting things to point out is um i I wonder if square enix was feeling like that 15 was not a success so they had to really pull in somebody that's Revitalized a Final Fantasy previously, mm. um, so they got yeah the guy who um, brought fourteen back from the dead pretty much right right and 
and then they also have the designer from uh, Devil May Cry and uh, Dragon's Dogma working on it. Mm. So they were like, let's just get the absolute best of the best out here. And it looks like I love I love the high fantasy. Um, I, I I'm a big fan. Like what? fucking blew me away and if you watch the live stream you know like i was like i blacked out i don't even know what i said after this very <laughs> specific point um but at one point during the trailer someone has a knife to someone else's throat and then they just cut it spraying blood all over this little kid's face and i was Perfect. like holy shit that was awesome um and then i, I don't know what happened after that yeah i came combat. back when we were talking about spider-man <laughs> yeah, the, the combat still looks really fast-paced, very final, like, it, it looks a lot like the Final Fantasy XV combat as far as uh, how fast it is. Mm -hmm. um, some of it looks like it's even quicker in some aspects, too, but it's still that, like, I don't know, it reminded me a lot of uh, Final Fantasy Type-0 for how, like, violent and dark it could get, but yes. it reminded me a lot of Final Fantasy Tactics because of how, um, how, like, like fantasy political it was getting with different like royalty and everything yeah but then you're seeing like the classic classes come out there like dragoons and stuff and it's just so crazy yep. yeah and the you know some of the other things that they show right away are summons mm -hmm. um you actually see summons like i played through 15 and i summoned one thing the whole game <laughs> what the That's fuck funny. is even happening like and i was actively trying yeah. Um, it looks like in this plot line or in this story that like the summons are bonded to people. To people. Uh, kind of like how they were in Final Fantasy thirteen. Hell yeah. Um, because it, it looks like, from what I'm seeing, the little boy that had the blood spattered on his face is Phoenix. Yes. Um, and Phoenix, during right? some of the crazy combat you saw happening, which was almost Devil May Cry type like fast combat, yeah. um, you saw like uh, uh, like an almost an ethereal arm come out and uppercut a dude. Um, which seems like it could have been from a summon inhabiting his body as well. Mm -hmm. But the we big see thing is a lot of summons too. Like, you do you see yeah. Titan at one point? You see a free. You see a freak going up against Phoenix. You Phoenix. see Shiva showing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. The thing that I, you know, I kind of still need, and I think we see some of it maybe as it's moving along, but um, I want to see. Uh, like magic being actively used in combat mm -hmm. we did um, at one point i think you do but i can't tell if that's actually magic or if it was that's a it was, skill it was fire attack it was fire um it was a fire spell blasting out rapid fire from the guy's hands okay okay and like i saw some things through i'm still gonna scene. need to see more on it but like they couldn't have put together a better trailer than this Oh, you're this right. This gave yeah. me he is action. Casting. It gave yep. me story. It gave me such dark outcomes of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Um, big takeaway, yep. though, they said, uh, if I remember correctly at the end of it, console exclusive to PlayStation, and then it's going to be on PC as well. That's what it uh, sounds um, like, yeah. Do we I, know when it's going to drop on PC? No idea. They didn't give us a release date. Um Typical Square Enix, though, I could see this as being maybe a one-year timed exclusive and have yeah. it drop on Series X the mm -hmm. next year. Mm -hmm. have a, but we still don't know how well that's going to work much. out. Because we still haven't seen Final Fantasy VII Remake drop on the Xbox One yet. Yeah. So we've got to yeah. really see how well that one-year delay on their games carries over to the other side of the fence. But yeah, so, I, 
I, I'm, I'm very stoked for this. Just because you can see the flavors. You can yeah. see the Dragon's Dogma, like, high fantasy. And yep, you, you can, can see, see the uh, Devil May Cry for sure. For sure, the Devil May Cry in it. So, And then, of course, wrapped up really nicely in a Final Fantasy burrito tortilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Bahamut Blast. Is that anything? Bahamut Blast? Baja Blast, Bahamut Blast. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to make that a mixed drink now. A Thanks. Final Fantasy-themed uh, bar is really Even the, the voice acting in this is even what got me. Like Even the yeah. English voice acting in this fits so well that it makes me wonder if it was planned originally to have English voice acting because mm-hmm. it's done so well and it's that kind of a high fantasy setting yeah. um, that we normally get that with Japanese voice acting and I don't know how that's going to sound but it looks like it just fits perfectly that I'm I'm super excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, like seeing uh seeing the summons, seeing all the blood and how dark it is and uh just getting back to that like high, like story-based high fantasy is it made it kind of made the show. Like mm-hmm. there was there was a lot of things that we were expecting here and this really set I think a really cool um a really good pace for yeah. what and it looks like the main sure. character that you're seeing do a lot of the stuff is the protector of that young boy who looks like he's a prince yeah. um, but it really does look like a, a raging war between the two and that's what Final Fantasy Tactics was was War of the Lions it was um, two feuding royalties going against one another and that's kind of what we have happening here but we're seeing it much more in action and much more in depth with like the people that are being affected by it we're seeing we're seeing a, a summon just literally rip something apart because blood is just flying through the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not something we're used to getting in Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Those big battles, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll take part in those, but that's enough to get me really super excited. It just it looks great. It's like, like the opening to The Witcher, you know? Like, yeah. seeing like, this massive battle and... Yeah, that's. Um, they did a good job. That was a really good trailer. Coming out with that right away was. I don't know. I feel like that seems like should have been the thing that they capped the show off with. But <laughs> if they start with that, it does and, really like keep well, you excited the whole show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. honestly, they did such a good way of pacing it that that was the way to to wrap you and get you locked down. And it definitely glued yeah. me to my seat. The rest of it. Mm-hmm. And when we get near the end, we'll be able to talk more about how they capped it off really well, too. Like, they, they put some work into this. Sure, um, yeah. The second thing they came up with, though, um, wasn't really needed, but it was nice. And they, they jumped into some Spider-Man Miles Morales content. Not, uh, just, yeah. not, not just regular, like, a regular show, or a regular showing of, like, a trailer of this is what's happening. This was gameplay. Yeah, it was gameplay, yeah. yeah. It was gameplay. We got to see a lot of combat happening. We got to see how Miles is going to flow around compared to to Peter like it was it was a really cool twist that honestly I wasn't in the mood to, I didn't care as much when it first started up um but we, well, got we to were see still him. like really going on Final oh, Fantasy oh yeah I was still geeked yeah. on Final Fantasy I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. lie but um it was really cool to see Miles like switch out into his uh his normal costume or his, out of his costume into his normal clothes and walk around for a bit and kind of like a little uh, street festival mm-hmm. um yeah the the like 
like the heritage that's that Harlem yeah. has going on in just this video that you can kind of see on full display represented is uh, is really cool. It's it's super. I mean, it's super important. Like I was watching some other people's reaction to this. People who live, um, you know, who live in Harlem, or people who, um, you know, maybe grew up there and then moved away. They're just like this. Really, like this, really made me happy. Yeah, and th- I mean, it's not this something that really I can. Cool touches, um, like it's not something that I can like uh, relate to. Like super relate to. I, I grew up in. I think I had like seventy people in the town that I grew up in. I grew up in the middle <laughs> of nowhere, so I, like my heritage is a cornfield and trying not to kill myself. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, this is a totally. Um, it, it can be total immersion into, um, you know, someone's like someone's lifestyle in a specific area in America, which is cool, and it seems yeah. really well represented. For sure. Very interesting. So that's and that's going to be. Uh, I guess we'll we'll kind of talk to it when we get to the end of the show. But I believe they did confirm that uh, the Miles Morales Spider Man is going to be a launch title. Yeah, it's going to be a launch title. Um, there are two versions of it dropping. There is just the the game itself for fifty. Um, they're doing edition. an ultimate edition as well for, I believe it was seventy. Seventy. I think it's like yeah, seventy. With the with and, the other uh, Spider-Man. And it game comes as well, with Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, it's going to come with the full version of the the last Spider-Man game. Yep. Um, I think that what geeked me out so much about this though was we finally got to see the combat. We got to see Miles drop in between two different groups of people that are going to be uh, some of the big ones you're dealing with throughout the entire game, and it gave me huge infamous Second Son vibes. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And that was even more than enough to get me super hype. Yeah, like I was, I was sold as soon as the combat started up, and I, I cannot wait to bury myself alive in this game. Yep. And that's Tinker, right? That's the yeah. villain that we're looking at here. I guess I don't know much about Tinker. Hmm. I expected Tinker to be a dude. Spoiler alert. On that? Tinker with these nuts. It just—it looked really cool. I'm—I'm I'm yeah. hype. I love the visuals. I cannot wait to see the actual console pushing this stuff on my on my 4K TV. Um, because let's face it, very few yep. of us are actually watching these videos on a 4K TV. We're mostly watching them on like at best a 1440p computer monitor is what I'm using right now yeah. yeah. so even then I'm not getting the best of what it's really going to look like right for sure alright uh, they, so they followed that up with the reveal of something that has been long rumored and I think you know uh, this leaked in like 2016 or something 16 right? or something yeah this one that, blew uh, me away like I yeah. we were trying to figure out what it was at first and then we we're like oh yeah. Oh, it's definitely this. So yeah. what this is is a uh, kind of a what open world, yep. um, Harry Potter style. Well, yeah, Harry Potter. I don't really know too much about what a hundred percent is going on, but it seems like a open world RPG. Yeah, open world RPG in the Harry What's Potter universe. Harry um, Potter Legacy of uh, Hogwarts or something. I think it's just Harry Potter Legacy, right? Either way, um, yeah. Either way, um, you do. You are at Hogwarts in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, from everything that we get to see, I, I believe you'll be able to, um, you know, kind of forge your own path. Uh, it would be incredibly weird if they said, okay, you have to play this specific character in there in this specific house. Um, yeah, it seems like... Um, I don't think there's any way of that. They, sh they show a lot of different characters, so I don't know if you are playing a specific character that you customize or if you're playing, you know, like an archetype or something. Sure, yeah. Um, but it seems like basically what people have been begging for for, you know, Ever. 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you yeah, you are seeing a lot of different areas of the school, a lot of different magics being learned. Mm -hmm. um, and then they go out and they say, you know, that this isn't the only place that you'll spend time. And you see Hogsmeade, you see a, like, heavy cliffside, and you even see some like you see battles. some weird ass creatures <laughs> some weird creatures some weird yep. battles with creatures yep. um a lot of like very elder scroll vibes yeah big skyrim vibes for sure i got i got major fable vibes too though like yeah. i got yeah. hella fable vibes early on i think i even mentioned that during our live stream that i was like this looks like the fable game that i'm probably never actually gonna get yeah yeah but this looks this looks really really good um I, I can't wait to see what gameplay like feels like, just because mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to really like make or break. That's gonna it. yeah hugely matter. Because typically with a game like this, I feel like we really focus on you know like hand to hand combat. So mm -hmm. to bring it, make it ranged. Yeah, it's Port Key Games, Hogwarts Legacy is what it is. It has nothing Hogwarts to do with Legacy. Harry uh, Harry Potter's name because he's Harry's Potter not alive yet. Um, uh, yeah, that's true. And it's like, um, you know, kind of a weird time to come out with everything that's been going on with J.K. Rowling. But, like, you know, the game seems like basically what everybody's been asking for for, like, 100 years. Yeah. Um, seems really good. I'm definitely going to be checking this out. For sure. I'm very much on the side of, like, separating the art from the artist. Yeah. Um, they're going to I like Ender's Game, way. dude. Like, I dealt with this shit with Ender, uh, Orson Scott Card, like, 100 years ago. Right. It's so. like they're going to get paid whether you buy the game or not. It doesn't really yep. matter. Um, so, you know, if this is something that you've really been wanting, you're interested in, like, if you love the universe, despite what the person who created, right. air quote, created the universe thinks, there's a whole conspiracy theory behind that. Well, not uh, only that, but really it's cool, like... Uh, if you get character creation and yeah. you feel like weaving your own tale, just give your character a really dope backstory about being trans and um, mm -hmm. just... There, there you go. You've done it. And stream the or, whole thing. You win. Or Italian. What was the, uh, remember okay, Giuseppe Italian. Stromboli and the Forbidden Meatball or whatever? It, the game looks so cool, though. And uh, from what I saw, I don't believe it's going to be PS4 exclusive. It, it's just that Sony got the launch, like, Sony got to be the reveal guys, which was brilliant. Like, they, they nailed it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like, I, when you look at a game like this, I very much, like, it's hard to fathom what is happening outside of the school. I, yeah. I can't... That's the thing that's tough for me, is, you know... Yeah, we're what, so used to just the school and stuff that, like... Yeah. We hear about the woods outside the school, and that's the farthest we ever get to go with it. But there's... Um, a lot. Oh, man. The the Fantastic Beast movies were, like, the close, And those books and stuff were, like, the closest we really got to to outside the school, but the focus wasn't really there as big on them. 
mm-hmm. but we still never really got to see anything in its natural habitat in this world. And I think this is the first time we're really, really going to get to see that. And we're really getting a chance to see the rest of a fantasy world that a lot of us grew up on. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think the eighth book really kind of paints a, you know, a different, like, a picture of a different location. Um, yeah. Because you're not, in that eighth book, they're not in the school forever. You know, they're, they're really, they're actually not allowed to be in the school. They would be, they would be arrested if they were at the school. Well, seventh um, book, eighth movie, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's a very limited amount of knowledge that we have about you know, going out to other places that are outside of the school. And yeah. I think that's going to be really cool. I can't wait to see what they do, like, map-wise. Yep. Um, like, where is this... Where are these locations? Are we going to be able to fuck off in a cave for an hour like we do in Skyrim? Or is it going to be more of an instance, okay, you have to go here. You right. have to do this to continue the story. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see either. more. Yeah. They showed a fucking dragon. Like what was what yeah. was a student doing battling a full dragon that wasn't Harry Potter? Getting murdered. And the like every time you see every time I watch this, I see more things I didn't notice the first time because there was so yeah. much going on. Like watching like the levitate spell turn into slamming a dude into the ground yes. was just a dope. Well, combo. that's something I I really like that. I think they did a great job of it in Order of the Phoenix when they have like wizard battles because the shit is just so hardcore. Yeah. yeah, like the whole time, like we're we're all so used to watching, like to, honestly, it's really just to watching the Harry Potter movies. And the most badass thing we ever see Harry Potter do is like knock a wand out of somebody's hand. They really like, oh yeah. no, that's such a brutal attack. Like, <laughs> I mean, oh, and no. the movies did a pretty good job of removing a lot of cool things that happened. <laughs> yeah. Right? There was an entire awesome scene, I think, in the uh, what would that be? The I think it would be probably the eighth movie, seventh book. Mm-hmm. Um, where the students took the school back, yeah. there was a massive battle that just I think for the movie they just completely skipped over. They didn't yeah. even put it in there. It was just like no, nope, it's just like oh, the school is all united and ready to fight now. Yeah. yeah, and so I mean, yeah, yeah, we don't really have a good idea of battle too much. We'll find out. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll find we will out. find out soon. Um, Very up next, we got a little bit of. Uh, we got a dev talking uh, from Raven Software. That's what we knew immediately. It was Call of Duty Cold War. Um, and, of course, that's coming out uh, November 13th. Um, November 13th is a very important date for us to talk about near the end of this. So Yeah. 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 Uh, so, um, you know, they end up just giving a little bit more... I believe it's just single-player stuff. Um, yeah, they showed some more single-player... It looked really cool. I, I I will say that. I know we talked about it when we were watching it. That I'm not a big multiplayer shooter guy, but I love a good campaign. Yeah. Um, what they showed me on this was some really unique stuff happening during a campaign, and that's um, that's what usually gets me. That's why I liked things about all the other Call of Duties was the neat stuff they did in the campaigns. Mm. Um, but they pulled out some really cool stuff. Basically, the squad is set out to try to to take out a certain guy which is very very american mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I, I just absolutely love the reveal of the guy like is it kevin spacey 
No, like this, they're they're watching over the hillside with binoculars, looking at this stuff where people are loading stuff into a cargo plane, and a, a truck pulls up, and this dude just like walks over and shoots everybody in the jeep, and they're like, "Holy hell, he just iced that entire truck! Like he just killed everybody there. What happened?" Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's got to be him!" And the camera zooms in, and like he turns, and you see him with this big badass mustache. Oh, it's a good mustache. And mm. I was stoked as a, as as a man. It's a mustache aficionado. Mm. Yeah, like he gets out of the jeep and then just shoots everybody else in it. Like, well, no witnesses now. Fuck y'all. He walked right out looking like an eight, like a seventies porn star. Yeah, he had the aviators and the helmet haircut with the sideburns and the mustache. And about four seconds into talking with one of the people loading the cargo plane, you assume he's probably a pretty important person, um, a sniper bullet passes through that person's skull. Bam. Just blasting bullet the dude. Time, yeah, bullet time slow motion. You get to watch the bullet travel through the air, knocks a dude out, scares the hell out of the guy they were trying to kill. It's like they tried to like take both of them out at once but fucked it up. There's so much over-the-top violence in just this beginning. You see yes. a guy, like, get choked up, get a grenade shoved into his pocket, and then pushed away. And <laughs> then they fire on, an, like, a barrel full of fuel that's next to him, so it, like, double explodes him. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Cease to exist. You see a guy get a knife put into the side of his head and then get shot in the face to go along with it. Like, yeah. He meat-shielded the first guy that he put the grenade in his pocket. He's like, yeah. hold on, shoot him for about four seconds. And they did. <laughs> and then he grenaded and then blew him up with the, like... It, He's got a grenade in his pocket, but they blew up a, a fuel barrel next to him instead. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> we just wanted and to make sure. And then like, they jump in a Jeep where you're in the very back. And uh, you're just chasing this cargo plane with its door open. And there's two other vehicles. They're all sh- everyone shooting at the same time. And then it pops up and it says, says uh, use uh, RCXD, which, if you know what that is, it's an RC car with C4. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I think Johnny and I were in the exact same uh, like mindset there. Of, I don't know if they had that in the Cold War. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, seem right. I don't think right. that RC cars could go this fast back then. They're going like <laughs> um, 90. Like, this thing's hauling ass. It, like, and you, the whole time you can hear it, too, because it has the a transmission. following the RC car. <laughs> So you can hear like the little wee of the RC car wheels, and it killed me. Dude, when he jumps the other car. You're watching it make these badass jumps, and honestly, I think this dumb RC shit is what makes me think of being a little kid again, because it's like, I would have jumped this ramp with my remote-controlled car. Yeah, exactly. And the RC car ends up blowing up the cargo plane. Shit goes haywire. The plane is... It's... Not happy. It's very typical over-the-top Call of Duty, which I'm fine with. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's campaign. Uh, At the end of this, they did say, hey, by the way, uh, you know, definitely coming out holiday 2020. Like I said, I think November 13th is what we found out. Yep. November 13th is a big day. Honestly, this weekend, as we're recording this, people are already able to play the the beta. I did uh, get into it. I I jumped in and played. Um, Nice. It felt nice. Uh, You know, it, it... kind of goes back to like us talking about you know destiny or battlefield or anything like that um they know how gameplay is supposed to feel they've been doing Mm -hmm. the exact same game and uh you know expanding on the feeling um 
that you get when you play for the past like twenty, like not twenty years, but you know, might as yeah, well. It's be. like the, it's um, like that's a thing that no matter which team is developing the current Call of Duty, they always have that framework of the gunplay just to base it off of. So they're like, all right, cool, here's this, drop it, play. Yeah, it feels good. They have some balancing they need to do for the multiplayer. There's a there is a uh, SMG that is currently just fucking wreaking havoc and everyone's using it. <laughs> so pretty typical balancing needs to happen. Um, yep. But um, it was fun. The gameplay, like I messed around with some other weapons. I played with LMGs, snipers, um, you know, of course SMGs and assault rifles, even shotguns for a little bit. Um, but good. Good stuff. Um, nice. So if you got a chance to play, yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys thought of it and what they need to do. Let us know, of course, as always, over on Twitter, at MammothGamesInc. I'm loving seeing all of these, like, this holiday season on PS5, like seeing that PS5 logo on so many things right now. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Yeah, like, it's not... It, it feels so much more real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and as well, I think with the PS4... We had a lot of games that were supposed to be coming out, and they ended up inevitably getting pushed. So we had to change what our hey, this is going to be the first big game I pick up for my new system. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that that'll be something. That definitely will not be something with the PS Five. Um, definitely know, doesn't already, seem like it. Already knowing you know that some of these games you know we're still coming up on a few of them that are launch titles. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles Morales, I don't think it's possible for that to get pushed. Um, yeah, it was a smaller project, so it's probably good as is. Yeah. Um, but the next thing they showed off, uh, Johnny over here called by just seeing a still of a hand in snow, which was cool. He was like, oh, that's Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> I was like, nice. how the fuck could you even... And yeah, it was Resident Two seconds later, we saw... I believe it was Chris standing in the doorway. Just a Yeah, we saw literally the fade from black. I was like, oh, Resident Evil 8, cool. <laughs> and sure fucking enough... I double-guessed myself for a split second. I was like, no, that's definitely it. Never mind. We're good. Yeah. Uh, really cool looking. They did some... They really took a different approach with uh, this showing. Um, this does feel like Resident Evil 7 meets Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Like, I was just going to say, I, I think that they're trying something with this one mm. where they, they're taking the two more successful things they've ever done and they're trying to, to mesh them together to see what happens with it. Yeah. And I am about it. The first, like, the, the I first, cannot like, wait to piss my pants playing this. The first thirty seconds is fine, and then you get past that first thirty seconds into the like up to the first like minute or so, and mm-hmm. you're like, holy fuck, this is like, this is definitely like a horror game. Yeah, um, like you see, uh, you, you see what looks like sigils on the ground, like painted and then smeared. Like is somebody trying to do sorcery here? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And the then it cuts away to, like, a scene of somebody sitting in front of the fireplace, possibly, like, reading a book or, like, talking to you during that. And then yeah. there's a huge visual change-up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it changed straight to, like, a Compulsion Games, like, uh, yeah. contrast look. Yeah. Uh, very Tim Burton. Um, and I, I'm fucking for that. That was cool. That felt very cool. Just if this is the way they're going to tell, um, like the lead up stories, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, as they kind of progress, like, oh, this is the piece of information you were missing from the puzzle. Um, it's then, very different from the 
like the Baker, um, like the Baker estate from yeah. Resident Evil Seven, but it still has like those. You still get those vibes. Yep. Um, the they give you a lot of broad daylight shit going down again, which is always fun. That's what made um, RE Four so cool. Is a lot of stuff happening in broad daylight early on. Yeah. Um, but then it's like back to seeing you just wandering the woods with nothing around you. And to me, that's very intimidating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, they even capped it off with a... It looked like a pretty large man to me. He looked like a pretty husky man um, mm. trying to sell you wares. Hell yeah. He didn't exactly say what you're buying. But it is heavily implied that that's him, right? It's it's in his mind. He's definitely going to ask you what you're buying. Yeah. So, uh, it seems like they're, you know, trying to, you know, like we said, take their two most successful things yeah. and, you know, kind of marry them together and see where that goes. Because I don't think they know. I don't think they know where um, these characters are going to go next. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of it just creeps me out more than anything. Like, it's weird, and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. And there's a castle? And... Like a, like an urban legend that they're kind of following. It's it's very weird, very weird. Um, nice. So super excited for that. They uh, said twenty twenty one. Yep. That's I mean that's definitely something really close to look forward to as well with that um, Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. You know those are right there. They're going to be the next things you're playing after after launch pretty much. So. Definitely good another, user. yeah, another uh, 2021 game mm-hmm. we're expecting. Uh, something that got pushed back that was supposed to be the end of this year. Uh, Deathloop. Yeah. So Deathloop I... got another show off. We've seen quite a bit of Deathloop at this point. Yeah. Um, I love the like 70s style yeah. to yeah. the like all of the cards. For this. Yep. I really job. like what they're doing just in general all around. Yeah. Um. Do you guys have an idea of what this is all about? Like, I know I haven't looked into it too much. I know the kind of the main idea mm. that there's like eight people and you have to kill all of them. But do we have any idea as to why? Like, yeah, uh, the uh, the like trial based uh, prey DLC made a lot of money, so that's what they're doing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, you're doing like runs. You're trying to take out these eight people. I don't. I mean. You're, like, caught in a time loop, and I'm guessing until you successfully kill them? Yeah, so you, if you fail, you just go back to the start. Right. It yeah. almost feels like, though, with these other people that we're seeing, since they have these, like, painted-on faces that are very obviously, like, like crash test dummy style, like, mm-hmm. not real people, mm-hmm. it almost feels like this is a game show. Like, some Black Mirror-level shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Something. And a lot of the and, times, your target has, like, a mask on or something, so definitely... Something um, very yeah. Like, there's I can see this some weird kind of stuff thing where on, yeah. within the lore, there's like we're trapped in a game show and there's people gambling on it, and maybe you're trying to break. Maybe the story plot will take you like breaking out of it or some dumb shit. Yeah, I hope I don't call it and spoil things for people a year ahead of time. I'm sorry <laughs> if I do. Right. But yeah, I mean, one of the characters, I think he has like a, a wolf mask on, and he's a cannibal. They have cannibal mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Like uh, you know, yeah, weekend stuff. 
Um, but yeah, this one's uh, quarter two of 2021. So, um, you know, depending on when these other two games end up coming out, whether they're early, which Resident Evil is typically early when they release in the year. Um, yeah. You know, this could be not the immediate next thing that you get, but could be the thing right after that. Definitely something to look forward to because it looks super fucking fun. Um, and then moving along, something... Uh, I don't want to say it's the weakest thing that was shown off, but... Uh, it was neat, but it jumped out to me as one of the like least expected and... Um, I guess if they had to put it somewhere, why not throw it in here? Yeah, toss in the middle. This is, you know, something like, hey, not only is this something that um, you didn't expect, but this is going to be a launch title. We're talking actually about Devil May Cry 5. Right. Um, so, uh, I believe yeah, I they're mean, doing, they've done some work to, like, like upscale the graphics. So if you like upscale the graphics and uh, like the um, frames to more fit, you know, next gen consoles. So that's going to be cool. Uh, seeing the, you know, this is a very fast paced action game. Yeah. So having the frame rate up is going to be amazing. Yeah, and it's they uh, they're adding in Virgil, being able to play as Virgil, and I don't know if it's in every mission, but maybe it's just certain missions. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. That's typically what they do for the special editions, too. Yeah, Devil May Cry has had a habit of, like, giving you cool stuff on one console, and then if you missed it, giving you a better version of that on the next console. Um, and they've been doing that for a, a few games now. Mm. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert, I missed Devil May Cry 5, so... <laughs> I have it, but I never played it. I played yeah. it, and I, I wasn't super into it. Okay. We all have our own experiences, it sounds like, too. Uh, yeah. um, so that one, again, coming out at launch, you'll be able to play this, uh, you know, theoretically, day one on the PlayStation 5. Um, the next one was pretty big. Uh, you know, uh, not exactly a uh, like secret or anything, um, but it was one of those things where they didn't give us the information on when we would get to play this until after, and we had to hear it from someone else. Yeah, very... Actually, is that that was one? like... Oh. Actually, so the actual like way one. they rolled information out was kind of bad. We actually skipped one. And I yeah. don't know how we did it. At um, some point, they did bring us more of something I wasn't super excited for, but I'll, I'll still look at. Upworld. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Soulstorm. Yeah. And what I like, though, is that it's going back to its roots. The classic, odd, the first couple Oddworld games were that side scrolling, like kind of platformer puzzle game like stealth it's it's weird it's a very weird genre of games mm -hmm. yeah they had um yeah the, the, this is a very getting back to the roots of what Oddworld is is cool um not for me and i hope this actually leads to more things like um stranger's wrath because yeah. i loved how quirky stranger's wrath was um after stranger's wrath they were actually going to do like a uh um almost like a like a cats versus dogs multiplayer thing yeah. that looked really cool um but it ended up being scrapped so i don't know they have some stuff that ended up being scrapped that they could um even progress you know open up the universe like hey if you love odd world and you love the original style we got this for you but as well if you do like something a little more um like action oriented 
you know, this Odd World Games for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm really hoping this opens up. I love the characters in this; they're so weird and original. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like really alien looking, and that's fun. The environments look amazing. Just for me, I don't think the gameplay is something that I'm, right. uh, you know, that that I'm I'm super into. But if you are into it, definitely uh, definitely good news for you to you know be able to join in on Abe's quests again. But yeah, sure. uh, Soulstorm here. Uh, did they give us a release date? I don't believe they did. I don't think they did on that one. We just know that it's coming. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's not coming even for around. a while. Yeah. Um, they announced that one quite some time ago. But the one, you know, one we were moving on to uh, was uh, Demon Souls. Um, oh, man. I was not ready for what this looked like. God, we skipped another one. Uh-oh. Yeah, we did. Uh, they showed off um, a Demon Souls is coming, so hold on a second, guys. Um, but they did show off uh, a, a very eerie, like it oh fuck, seemed you're like, right. This uh, one caught me way off guard. It almost seemed like a like you're in a nightclub or a casino of some type. Yeah, it, like went from being like the back room, like the drop off dock, to just rolling through a kitchen. You're like, what is this? And it, um, and it has was, this really eerie voice. It's That's, real spooky. But then it gets yeah. like fucking nightclub lit up with like anthropomorphic things hanging out. And by the time you see a couple of the, the crazy creatures, it pans back to a giant bear holding a microphone and a top hat. And this whole time there's a voiceover asking, or it, there's a voiceover like. Is asking if Greg was okay, I think? Uh, it's, it's asking if someone is okay and it's it's saying some crazy weird stuff and it's just very unsettling yeah like oh they want to come and play kind of stuff and then once you see the big golden bear you know that it's five nights at freddy's yeah they they throw a jump scare in there mm-hmm. and then it's like five nights at freddy's um security breach is, is what it's called which so, depending on the price that it drops at i might try it because I, I love to get the shit scared out of me i love tense <laughs> games yeah, I mean, it could be cool. Like, when I saw it originally, I was like, oh, this looks like Atomic Heart. And yeah. everything looks like Atomic Heart to me. <laughs> like, no, but, like, r- real early on, you see this, like, uh, it's going through a kitchen, and you see this, like, thing with an orb-shaped head kind of crawling around on top of one of the, like, uh, like on a scaffolding or, like, a HUD on top, uh, like, above, um, like, a cooking area. And I was like, oh, and, you know, that's very typical of some of the enemies in uh, Atomic Heart, which, um, yeah, I'm not too sure on what's going on with that game. But, uh, yeah, it, either way, this is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, um, which could be kind of cool. So um, yeah. I don't think we got a release date or anything. They just said, hey, this is something that's happening. Um, and then they finally got into, god damn it, Demon Souls. Um, I think we were just excited to talk about Demon Souls. Yeah, we hair. were. Uh, but of course, coming from uh, Japan and uh, Blue Point, um, this is exactly what you think it is, um, yep. but with a lot better graphics and mechanics. It's fully so updated. so pretty. It it really is. Um, so if you're into 
you know, a, a difficult game, and you maybe didn't, even if you did play the original, this is still, for me, this was this was the first game I pre-ordered for the PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, this is going to be ridiculous, a complete remake from the ground up. Um, the video, I don't know if it did uh, a good job of showing you combat. The dude was literally running through one-hitting everything. Um, yeah, this is obviously not actual gameplay footage, let's just be honest, because yeah. he is easily dodging things, and then I can get a backstab one-shotting a guy like that, but like, either this is a really lame tutorial section, and these enemies are down downscaled, but he looks like he's pretty pretty well geared for it. Um, yeah. But he's one-shotting everything, but what the big takeaway is is just how pretty it is, watching him absorb yeah. those souls. Yeah. And, I mean, at the end, he does end up getting getting got, finally. Fighting, uh, um, I don't remember the name of the, the enemy or whatever, but he is fighting a pretty heavy... Um, yeah, like, this is obviously not boss. gameplay, because when he goes to that bonfire, lights it, he just, like, teleports up to this area. Yeah. Um, he just, like, warps up with nothing being done, and there's more enemies. Um, you get to see the stronger enemies that have the glowing eyes, like we're used to seeing in all the Souls games and stuff, which is fine. Andy changed stance, um, fighting these glowing-eyed enemies. Uh, he went from sword and shield to shield on his back, and two-handing that sword, um, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. Uh, but he still just one-shotted him. He waited, 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 parried, and then hit him one time. For anyone that died. hasn't played these games, there's that, there's no way that's not he how that would have died at least once by now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of similar, you know, things that are happening here. You know, you have the fog walls that you have to kind of walk through, um, you know, kind of unlocking new areas. And uh, it, it's, it, it's going to be that, it's going to be that style of game, if you do enjoy it, that you will very much enjoy. And the graph, just graphically, mm -hmm. you're going to be just so pleased with this. Um it was weird. The the whole like gameplay trailer was weird because he came in like a badass and then as soon as he got to the boss, he started playing like an idiot. King. He like walked in and it he didn't even try to block the first hit. He just got just smashed. And and you you see him hold the shield up, which is definitely a thing to do. Even if a guy is twenty times bigger than you, keep your damn shield up, it'll absorb some of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, incredibly interesting. I can't wait to see, um, you know, some just people's like, reaction to this. Uh, you know, the particle effects it. on the souls and on the fire attacks and just everything uh, look gorgeous. Yeah. So, yeah, this one's going to be cool. Um, the thing that really surprised people after this, first off, um, they did not say, "Hey, this is a launch title." We had to find it out. We were Jeff expecting this game next year. You what? We were expecting this game next year. Yes. Yeah. Launch title. Um, and as well, it's coming out at 70 bucks. Um, I think that was another thing that kind of surprised people yeah. when they were looking at it. They were like, whoa, 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 70 bucks? Um, oh, and gosh. I was surprised that it was 70 bucks on a remake title. That was mm -hmm. the thing that surprised me. I expected some games to start rolling out at 70. Um but, uh, you know, looking at the variety, I mean, we're getting... You can pick up Miles Morales for, uh, what is it, like 50? Yeah. Yeah. So, you uh, know. Sackboy is still going to be 60. 
Yeah. Um, some of the bigger titles are going to be 70. And here's a big thing to remember. A lot of people are forgetting. A lot of people are putting that blame specifically on Sony for $70 games when it's not just Sony. Like, no. there are... Like, 2K was the first one to come out with it, saying, hey... Yeah, there are plenty of other developers out there that are going to be dropping games at 70 bucks. Like, yeah. it's just that Sony was the first to really push an exclusive title out there and then have the price be known at 70 Um and I think that the biggest argument against that is that all those Xbox Series X exclusives that are going to be coming out are going to be on Game Pass. But what if you're a guy that doesn't care about Game Pass or doesn't have the internet? Like There are still a couple of those out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to say that I'm, we're still going to see a lot of games going to 70 bucks no matter what. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, definitely that's an interesting talking point on you know what what do you think they're worth and i always take the i always take the side of like look how much like you always have to pay for what you enjoy um and if it, there hasn't been really an increase in a, forever yeah, yeah. a couple generations i do, I do dollar per hour investment um when i look at my games i buy how many hours do i plan on playing it how much is it you know if i'm not sure. going to play it that much maybe i'll hold off for a sale um, but like you were saying, they prices haven't really changed in forever. Um, I bought sixty and seventy dollar games when I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. and now I'm a full grown man who was about to drop seventy dollars on a game. So, hmm. and I mean, but at the same time, there were games that were out there that were like thirty bucks. So the 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 range, I think, is the important thing to take away. Do you love the idea of playing Demon Souls enough to pay seventy bucks, or do you think, um, you know, you'll be fine with playing something like Spider-Man Miles Morales? Or do you like both of them? You know, it's, it, it's really, um, it really depends on your point of investment. Like, there's going to be games that aren't worth the price that they're coming out on. I think Devil or Demon Souls is going to be, going to be one of those that's going to be well worth it, personally. And we, we had some other huge news. Um, to no surprise, Fortnite available at launch on the PS5. Yep. Um, I actually sat down and like finally had the that update go through and um, check it out. Like every time I went to go play it, um, it said that there was an update and I ended up just going, okay, well, looks like I'm updating it and playing something else in the meantime. And I finally got in to play it for the first time last night and the it next did not announcement feel good. <laughs> the next announcement to me was probably the biggest one. Um I thought this was a really huge move, and uh, I was really excited when this next big one came out and 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 made the news. It was surprising. Um, you know, we expected Sony to come out with something to rival, to try to rival Game Pass. Um, yeah, we we talked last week about what Sony can do to augment their PS Now or PS Plus memberships to to entice people a little bit more because Game Pass is such a big talking point for people on the Microsoft side of the fence. Um, but Sony starts showing us this really weird video of uh, of some new stuff, and they say a new PlayStation Plus benefit for PlayStation Five, and I got excited. I was like, "What uh-huh. is this going to be?" Mm-hmm. But then they started showing us God of War and Bloodborne and Monster Hunter World, and they started showing us some of the top-selling PS4 Days games gone. of all time. Yeah. Um, which kind of caught me off guard, and I was thinking like, oh, are these going to be like enhanced on the PS5 if you're a PS4 pro, uh, if you're a Plus member? Because we already knew backwards compatibility was coming for a lot of stuff. 
um, and, and they go on a show like Days Gone until dawn. Um, just a ratchet and clank of Infamous. Detroit Become Human. They they showed so much variety in it, and yeah. none of us were really. And they showed a ton of exclusives, but then they started showing third party. They showed us Battlefield One. They they went back to show um, Infamous Second Son, which is one of my all time favorites. Yeah. Then they show Batman, like back to third party, and I'm like, what is this? Why are we seeing non-exclusive stuff on here a lot versus also all of these exclusives? Mm-hmm. Persona Five. Yeah, yeah. like they Resident dropped some huge until dawn. Yeah, yeah. Last of Us remastered. Um, so no Last of Us Two, but Last of Us remastered on there. Um, they're showing huge titles, and yeah, they might not. Uh, at least as of right now, I don't see any kind of DLC announcements on there. But maybe that'll come too. But the 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 biggest spin on all of it, even with like old Mortal Kombat X on there, they showed this list of what looked to be about eighteen games. I think I, I think it was about eighteen games. Oh, let's see. And then they said, enjoy a selection of uh, generation defining PS4 games. Yes. Access them all on your PS5. Simply download them and start playing if you're a Plus member. Yep. They're calling it the PlayStation Plus Collection. Yeah, uh, it's it. This is just good service. Um, you know, they they realize, hey, some you know another a competitor is doing a really good service. We need to do a service. What can we do to um, you know service the fans and help? kind of curb that like hey there is still really good value in what you're paying for and yeah this is a good way there's um like we ran through i think a bunch of them uh just uh everything that you know you get with these uh i don't know if there's dlc with all of these i know last of us remastered will come with uh you know pretty much everything for last of us uh the first last of us um so yeah, that that's cool. Um, it, it's a really good deal, and it, the biggest thing is, pretty much for everyone, even people like us that you know bring you guys news every day. There's things on here I haven't played yet. Uh, so you know, with that in mind, um, you're going to have something, even if you don't buy anything other than the system and PlayStation Plus. You're gonna have something, a lot of somethings. To yeah, play like one. It's, it's crazy that there's a lot on here I haven't finished up. Like, I have all the DLC for Final Fantasy XV, um, but I still have the physical disc, and I've been wanting to play that digitally forever instead just because I'm lazy. Um, if my DLC is compatible, as I believe it should be, then I'm just going to be able to download Final Fantasy XV and finally have all of it right there and be good to go. Um, I think the biggest selling point of this is that, first of all, it's not extra. It's built into the PlayStation Plus you're already paying for. Um who knows if they're ever going to make changes to adding new games to the list or anything like that Uh, I could see this being how they carry on some more PlayStation Plus stuff in the future and I think this is just the starting point I feel like our PlayStation Plus games are going to continue to come with more backwards compatible titles like these but I think this is just a head start on PlayStation Plus benefit Um, getting all of these essentials but for those people that didn't get a PS4 because they were going to wait till the PS5 launched and get a, a better deal on a PS4, or maybe they were Xbox the whole time and just never thought about grabbing a PS4 for the exclusives yet, but have been eyeing it for a while. Why bother with just getting a PS4 for the exclusive now at a lesser price 
yeah. when if you're a plus member, they're straight up giving you this many titles right and, off the bat for just being a plus member on PS5. And a good thing to note is this is an exclusive thing for PS5. This isn't a, a deal that'll be extended to PlayStation 4 um, right. users as well. Uh, so just something to note to keep you guys, you know, on the, uh, you know, like on, on the right path of what's happening with this. Um, but a good deal. There is a, there are hundreds of hours of games. Yeah, that is right. probably the biggest surprise announcement of the entire day. Like Final Fantasy 16 starting it blew me away. Yeah. And for this to be like the last big announcement they made, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Literally really? something for everybody too. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, like Persona Five, Bloodborne, all back to Fallout Four, like Until Dawn. Like you Mortal, have you have Mortal your Kombat X. Like there's a lot in there. Like fighters, narrative, RPG, story, platformer with like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, has everything. So it's a it's a, it's a great collection. Um, if you can't find one game or even two games in that entire collection. I would argue to say that, like, you probably just don't need to be playing video games. That, or it's just not Mario, and it's not Nintendo is why, so I get it. Sure. But, like, that's such a huge variety that, first of all, if you're stubborn and just don't want to try any of them, that's on you. But if you try all those games and not one of them, like, connects with you a little bit, then I'm sorry. Like, there's probably some work that needs to be done somewhere, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> it might just be on helping you open your mind a bit more because there's a lot of variety in there yeah. and a lot of a, a lot of award-winning titles yeah sure um and then beyond that of course uh why pretty much why we are all here they do the close-up of the system and you know zooming around it like, look how pretty it is um and it all just you know comes back to looking at the physical disc the digital um, with the, you know, of course, controllers next to them show PS5, PS5 Digital Edition, and then it drops the price. Uh, $4.99 for the disc, $3.99 for all digital. Um, and then immediately into release date, November 12th uh, for, um, actually, let me just pause it, uh, US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, November 19th for the rest of the world. Very um, weird. Very weird. Uh, I, I know we have um, some friends, some friends in uh, England, and they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like, why? What does that one week really buy you? Like, it's not like they can like create an additional like hundred thousand units in a week or something. You know well, what I mean? If you look at the bottom there too, PS Five launch date for China is still under exploration. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that this is showing us that COVID had some kind of an impact, even if it's literally just a one-week delay. Um, it, it could be when it comes down to shipping tariffs and, and procedures like that. Um, I could see U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico all being lumped together pretty easy for that. Um, sure. Australia, New Zealand, South Korea, I, I think it's all location. I, I really think it's about shipping location and just how many can get where when. I don't um, like I, they're made in China. Yeah. <laughs> that no, can't I, be right. I, I, China though, I wonder, like I wonder if it has to do with people who are assembling where these parts are coming from, and they're like, we can get these systems completely made and to you by this time, and they're like, okay, well, we have to let it sit for two weeks or whatever. I, I wonder if there's something there with that, um, you know, to 
And, and when it comes to China, though, you also have to realize the fact that there's a lot of stuff that they might make in China that they're still not really allowed to have for their own government. Sure. So that, that part kind of sucks, but hey, we know that now, uh, if I remember correctly, that's a Thursday, which is weird as hell, yep. um, because the Xbox is November 10th, which is a Tuesday, which shows us that both companies are afraid of Friday the 13th. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. And you know who's not afraid of Friday the 13th? This it guy. Makes, it makes a lot of sense, but that also reminds me that now I need to save up money to get a tattoo on Friday the 13th of November. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. The, they didn't give us any release dates for those games during any of this because they wanted to wait till the, the system release dates popped up. Um, as of this recording, it's impossible to get a PS5 anywhere. Pre-orders on those things sold out pretty much instantly. Yeah. Um, there was a out- weird a weird period in the very beginning where, and we talked about it a little bit before the show where. I feel they were readily available. GameStop was wide open. Walmart, after they k- kind of came in, again, wide open. Yeah, I didn't even Walmart have an issue dropped the fa- Walmart dropped an advertisement early and said, because the big deal was, uh, I think Jeff Keighley tweeted about it, some other people were talking about it, um, and Sony even said, like, hey, most retailers starting tomorrow are going to start allowing pre-orders on these guys. And then Walmart's like, yeah, we ain't going to make you wait, which just fucked everything all up. Um, I got report that some GameStops were doing in-store pre-orders early. That's to the, where, to the that point was where the first I place called, I saw. Yeah. I called somebody and said, "Hey, I think your store is starting to do pre-orders. I'll meet you there." Um, and they had no idea. They had just gotten off work because they weren't the pre-orders weren't live. They waited for like an hour after the presentation was over. Pre-orders yeah. were not in the system because they didn't know. Um, a lot of GameStops, as far as I saw, were told to have extra people go work that day, uh-huh. but they weren't told why. So when after the presentation, when nothing was stated about pre-orders and no communication came down, they were just like, all right, whatever, bye. And a lot of people left their stores. Um, I got lucky enough to get there just in time. I was the first pre-order at the store I made it to. Mm-hmm. They had two digital systems available. That was it. That's it. So digital is astronomically harder to find right now. Um, because A, they made fewer of them. It's that lower price point, which is kind of what I called happening, was it having a big price drop on it for the digital yeah. versus physical. Mm-hmm. Um, a disk drive is not $100. Like, there's definitely some extra markup on hitting that, that $500 console versus the 400 That, or they're losing a lot of money on that $400 console. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, either which way, is likely. Not, I mean, either way, one system is not getting them the dollars the other one is, and it's 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 a big one. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was interesting when, you know, looking at the way it rolled out. The first thing that I saw looking back at, I was getting a lot of my news from Jeff Keighley and some other individuals on Twitter, and the first one I saw is, I, I was waiting and I was like, this is going to go live at 6. I was like, I don't know why. I feel like it's just it's going to happen at 6. The 6 rolled around and there was still nothing. But right about 15 minutes after, I saw that there was a, a tweet saying pre-orders are available at GameStop. And I was like, do I drive to GameStop? Like, and I was messing with the site, and I didn't see it up there. Um, but then it was probably like 20 minutes later, Walmart was like, you can pre-order on our website. And I got one immediately. I didn't, like, 
I, I I wanted to wait for Best Buy, but I was like, oh, okay, I'll just grab this one here now. It's here. I, I won't have to worry about yeah, it. Like, I'm not going to wait it, after all. It's not worth the wait. If you have when something like this happens, if you have a chance, you have to take it. And yeah, I grabbed it. I ended up getting a confirmation, you know, a few minutes later, and that was it. I, I was I was done. Um, from there, it was like just trying to get other friends. You know, where can you go to pre-order this? Because it soon the whole pre-order process for online just deteriorated in seconds. Yeah, stock disappeared. Um, Walmart was trickling in about 10 at a time every minute and a half on their website. Um, and a lot of people online, even through like Best Buy and Walmart and stuff, your best bet to get one was to manage to at least get it to your shopping cart. And then if the checkout error message hit you because they were gone, just to keep trying, but keep it in your cart and not to remove it from your cart. And eventually you'd get lucky and get it through. Hopefully, um, yeah. Hmm. Um, but, and the issue is you, they have, like, let's say they have 10. You're working, you have one in your cart, but so does 800 other people have that same exact one in their cart. Everyone has checked out at the same time, and one person gets it. Right. The other, you know, other 799 people just go back to their cart, and then it's like, okay, try again. And then it's the same deal. Just over and over and over and over and over again. Um, I do know the people who just went into a shop got theirs immediately <laughs> like yep. they have a physical receipt um and also like straight up like they just tell you like okay can i get one or not like yes or no <laughs> right like and- i so i have apparently i have a ps5 pre-ordered but i don't have confirmation i didn't get like a receipt email uh i've now reached out to uh customer service to find out if i actually like really have this or not and you know i haven't heard back because they're also delayed on yeah they're they're completely overwhelmed dealing with that and all i know is i have a hold on my payment that's just like waiting for this to go through but it hasn't actually processed it yet so it's okay but there is a hold well there's a hold but i mean what does that mean if i don't have a receipt i don't have an item right that's true that's true but i I didn't even uh just last that we talked i didn't even think there was a hold on anything for you so that that, that caught me i wasn't sure there was going to be a hold there so the fact that you have at least a hold is good yeah Um, that's that's good. Um, and as well, I hear, uh, what is it, Tuesday? Sony officially said, hey, this was a shit show. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we're going to allocate some more, uh, you know, some more systems. So Yeah, retailers are going to be having more available. They'll communicate with people soon. Um, I assume that means, from what I'm seeing uh, and from what I've kind of expected, expect everything from GameStop to go into those forced bundles. So good luck getting one of those bundles um, yep. that has something in it you want. Um, accessories. Let's talk about what sold out like mad. Those Pulse headsets are gone. Yep. I don't know how I got one. I got mine through Sony. I, I got mine through Best Buy. With, like I uh, I yeah, had with... one in my cart for GameStop and I said, nah. I had one in my cart for Best Buy and I said, nah, wait. And then they were gone from GameStop and I was like, crap. I went to Best Buy. They weren't there. I was like, crap. And then uh, Walmart was out. Amazon was out. And then I ran went to Sony's website and they had it. I was like, yeah, give me nice. that. If you have PS Plus, you get free shipping on Sony's website. Yeah. So yeah, I was surprised. I didn't, I didn't think about it. I was like, no, I don't need anything else. I'll just get, you know, I'll go to my mom and pop shop. I'll grab a game. You know, they'll definitely have games there. Um, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, if they're doing that 3D audio, I don't know anything about it. I don't know if my current headset 
is supportive. I doubt it is. Um, so I was like, I'll just grab their headset. And I went right over to Best Buy. I didn't even like mess around too much. I, I messed around that night and it kept saying it was out. And then the next morning, um, like Ashley just went in there, select, select, check out. And it went through immediately. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so like, I, I think I tried for like maybe a half an hour the night before once in the morning again. And then like while she was on lunch or something, she just, Oh yeah, no, no problem. I got that. I was like, Oh, okay. Neat. Um, so yeah. yeah, really weird. The allocation, this was, this was a shit show pretty much for a lot of people. It was terrible. Um, and I think it really came down to, uh, I, I don't know where it broke down at, but I feel like Sony probably went, don't release any pre-orders until this day. And then one person saw another person taking pre-orders at a physical brick and mortar store a bit early. And they're like, what the fuck? Why can't we do that? And then it just kind of broke down from there. Part of me thinks that's what happened. This, this is probably on the fault is probably on the retailer. The other part of this could be on Sony because who knows what they really, really told people, uh, really told retailers. They could have said they uh, likely, they didn't tell them anything. And so when they heard, Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, let's just start pre-ordering. You know, oh, the, the prices are out. Cool, we know how much to charge people. Let's start pre-ordering. Realistically, once it comes down to it and the company knows what their allocation is for it, it's on them. Sure. Um, it, it, once the company knows how many they're going to have, it's up to them to know when to launch them, how to manage their website, how to manage their in-stores. And it seems like that was the thing, is that Sony gave everyone their numbers because specific locations for GameStop at least knew how many they were allowed to do in-store. Yeah. Um, communication came through and said, you get this many and then this many. If you go over that, you're not getting them. You have to call those people and tell them, sorry, we over-reserve. You have to have yours canceled because you were the last, but you were the late person. Um, and I know, I know that happened to a couple people where communication wasn't there in time um, and a store over-pre-ordered because their allocation wasn't showing properly. And I feel terrible for those employees and for those customers because now they're screwed. They thought they had yeah. one locked down. They didn't bother going to the website. Now they're not going to get one. Yeah. Um, Sony did give us the, the nice thing of saying there are going to be more PS5s available at launch than there were PS4s. So I think that's a really good sign. I, I think that we're going to see stores at least stocked with them at launch day. Um, and I mean, maybe that not is even some- selling out. That is something that happened for PS4, if you guys remember. I think we all worked the PS4 launch, right? That was right before I joined up. Okay. I, I, know, I know Austin, I know you were there. Um, yeah. But at the launch, I remember there being, okay, we have X amount of systems. Um, and we were writing them down. It was literally like a ticket book where every time that we would print a receipt and hand it to someone, you put one sticker on the receipt bring this Mm -hmm. back with you put one sticker in the book confirming the person's order and you're good um once we ran out we started taking a list um and i know i personally called that entire list for our store um telling you hey we have more it's going to be day one come pre-order your system right now um and actually one of our friends one of the uh, our listeners um that just weird you know 
I sold him his system in Finley, didn't really know him. Then we moved to Florida, and we ended up becoming friends somehow, just randomly meeting up at a thing here a thousand miles away. Um, and it was like, oh, yeah, I sold you your system. That's weird. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he was one of the guys that ended up... Uh, uh, that I ended up calling for that second wave. Um, so, you know, really, uh, really interesting. And I wonder if the stores kind of had the foresight this time around, you know, places like GameStop had the foresight to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, sorry, we don't have any available now. Um, but what's your name? What's your phone number? And, you know, we'll give you a call. I hope actually they, they can't. Um there's a legal issue with having a list like that, uh, and it's really blown up more over the past few years. Um, having a list like that, especially if it's like something on the counter or just out where it's visible by anybody, is leaving other people's personal information available to the public. Yeah. So mm. that's why there's there's a big push for like stores to run social media accounts now to say, hey, they're here, first come, first serve. Um, Interesting. But it's also a fact that other people are screwing it up and ignoring the list, just lying to people. Um, I'll be honest, I never made a list. And it was really because, like, bro, I'm sorry, you weren't here first. We're out. Like, if you're getting yeah. here first next time, cool. Um, but as of right now, I don't have enough time to keep up with A, B, and C, let alone X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I really well, we like, had how, a, I really yeah, we like how we did it. Yeah, we didn't have, like, crazy high traffic or anything either, so it was a lot more doable. Like, almost everybody that we dealt with was a regular. Yeah. It was, it, it yeah, was out there probably, for sure. like, four full pages of just like name and phone number and it wasn't really something that we just like left like lying around or anything Uh, like i know okay cool these pre-orders we're gonna get them on uh tuesday so monday i would sit in the back room and call everyone on the list hey this is when we're gonna get them come in here it's going to be first come first serve but we thought we would let you know and i don't know it, it feels like a good service i felt like we were actually doing something good to get it you know, letting our people that we knew were a hundred percent interested, rather than, you know, mom who's in the store who thinks Billy would like uh, a new one. You know, that's not really into video games too much for Christmas or something mm. like that. You know, um, but uh, either way, that's yeah, that's interesting. Not something I guess I really really thought about. But yeah, it's. It's uh, it was a weird one. Um, I worked for a. I, I had that try to push on me when I was still there, and I just pointed out like, hey, I've worked other jobs that say I shouldn't be able to have this kind of information out to the public. I know that I wouldn't want anybody to ever see mine, but the the upper management was big on, oh, just keep a sign up list out for people to sign up for it. And it's like, no, you don't keep that kind of thing out. Um, oh you yeah, don't yeah. Keep that kind of thing and out for it, the public at all, and that's think- what most places did. Yeah, some some places, I guess, could probably just leave a book. Hey, leave your name and phone number right here on the counter. Just write it down. For us, we would physically take it down. It was something we kept behind yeah, the Yeah, what happens when uh, when someone sees hot mom number four, like, write down their name and phone number on that piece of paper, and then they walk up, like, five minutes later, acting like they're interested in, in getting their information down there, too, and all they do is jack hot mom number four's phone number, and mm. then it's all kinds well, of Well, we chaos. never let them have the the thing. They would have to look Oh, no, it. yeah, we would take the We list. would take it. We oh, would yeah. physically write it. Oh, for sure. That's the best way to do it, without a doubt. Right. But, but I mean, they, they still could, but, I mean, you saw the clientele that came. You worked in the store. <laughs> I mean, like, what mom number what? Um, I mean, I guess the big thing about this, though, like, November 12th, we got the Xboxes on November 10th, mm-hmm. and then we got Call of Duty on November 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's three massive releases in one week. 
That's going to be really be rough tough for week. some of these guys. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's it's going to. I, I'm really glad I got. Um, you know, like I, I really liked the idea of going to physically pick up my system, and I think I like that idea now more than I would have liked something like the PlayStation Three or PlayStation Four. You know, those past generations. Just because I feel like there's going to be fewer people out there, because a lot of people are relying on it and being delivered to their home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like I can go and secure that from you know, Walmart that, you know, that midnight, depending on how they even do midnights. Um, I, I don't know exactly if they're going to treat it, you know, kind of like midnights for games or if they're going to physically wait until midnight. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, you know, who knows? Could release, uh, you know, n- November 11th at, you know, 9 PM, depending on how, you know, all that goes down. Yeah, things have been weirder. Yeah. Um, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be an insane week. Um, start working out now. Those bo- those consoles are about 10 pounds each. Um, <laughs> they're and beastly boys. The the exciting thing, it's just, it's so awesome that, like, I kind of hated it just because of the, like, build up, like, we're getting so close, but it's, it's September 20th as we're recording this. You're listening to this on the 21st. This is, like, November 10th and November 12th that these are coming out. It's, like, just over a month that you have to, after you've pretty much pre-ordered, that you have to wait for this. Yeah. That's kind of incredible. But, aside from that, the last thing that, of course, they show off, that you knew that there was going to be something remaining um, after they show the launch day and all that jazz... Um, and you know you hear of course a very familiar voice looks like a little bit of like snowy particles blowing across the screen and then um, you see a very familiar symbol show up with some runes on it it turns out it is for God of War Ragnarok Um, pretty cool it was a little bit I mean of course we knew they were working on a new God of War uh huh um and um, Corey Barlog actually kind of ruined it about four hours early because he updated some stuff on Twitter and people are like, guys, uh, um, stuff's happening and I don't know what it is. And it's, uh, so they're going to announce that probably. And yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, and they, of course, touted the 2021 release date. So this will be probably one of the next things you play. Probably next holiday. I imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Sizzle Reel showing off literally everything. Uh, since then, we knew we, we saw a few other things happen. There was some stuff that they didn't show um, that are launch titles. What's that like racing action game that's a launch title? I keep forgetting its name. You guys aware? Not sure. Um, let me look. Is that like Shockwave something? Um. Oh man, it is. Oh, it's like All Stars, Destruction All Stars, Destruction, Destruction All Stars. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So um, PS Five launch titles. We now have Astro's Playroom, which is going to be pre-installed on your console. We have Demon Souls, which we're all hyped for. Uh, Destruction All Stars, which looks really weird. And I know early on we talked about the potential of that maybe just being a PS Plus game in like a year or two because I don't yeah. know how big it's going to be at launch. Uh, Godfall, which is really going to be reliant on its player base. 
Um, Just Dance 2021, God because damn. of course. Perfect. Um, Miles Morales, which we already knew. And then Sackboy, A Big Adventure. So, there's not, some... Not a terrible lineup there. Um, you it's know, a lot of variety, I'll give it that, for sure. And then, of course, having that... You know, having that um, PlayStation Collection... And, you know, these other things that we know are coming out. A day later, Call of Duty. Um, what is it? Plus we have uh, all those other 17th? games that are Assassin's technically, Creed. like... Oh, yeah. Technically, it'll be fine because we're getting the enhanced versions. Like, um, we're mm-hmm. getting... Um, oh, man. What all... Uh, ra- um, uh, Ratatouille. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Valhalla. So that's going to be playable on there just fine. Um, we have a lot of those other titles that are giving us the free upgrades. Um, I think we have uh, Legion coming out fairly soon. Yeah, like this list is just the straight up actual PS5 games that like Day that one. are that are straight up coming. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these other ones that are going to give us free upgraded versions when we're playing them. So you probably won't have to buy anything physical. Just pop your old disc in or have your game downloaded already, and then boom, you've got the new version. I think um, it's the seventeenth. We have uh, Cyberpunk. As well. Yeah, yeah, that's nope. gonna be crazy. Yeah, so they wanted their own date. They've already fully confirmed, like, hey, we're definitely leaving our uh, release date here. Um, I'm doing a quick like look to see what are some of the November titles. Uh, oh yeah, Marvel Avengers um, mm-hmm. is coming out that time. I think NBA 2K21. Um, Let's yeah, those see. those are already out, so it looks like we're just going to get the upgraded versions at launch. Yep, uh, Watch Dogs Legion comes out October 29th, so yep, you'll get that one, and I think November 10th is Valhalla. Yep. Um, Huge couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a massive. Uh, like it's already it's a bunch of games that are already out um, that we're going to start seeing the the PS5 and Xbox Series Xbox work for around those times yeah. to start seeing those bigger versions of the games that are already out there um if you're a digital versus a physical player i don't know why you'd even bother not just grabbing the digital version of the the xbox one or ps4 copies at this point if they're going to be giving you free updates or upgrades um instead of just waiting until then to do it but um this is going to be a wild year it's going to be a crazy crazy holiday season we haven't even seen a lot of the accessories that we're going to be looking at with the Xbox Series X. We just saw the really cool PlayStation stuff. Yeah. Um, dude, even the media remote is sold out everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. It has a dedicated Netflix, Disney Plus, and YouTube button on it, though. Yep. So it's it's wild. Like charge docks are gone. Like all the accessories in the world are gone. And there's a lot of companies putting bundles together with random stuff to be able to get people to buy all of it at once to get a better attach rate and make some more profit that way. But it's it's going to be a, a very crazy November. Um, I, I will say that I do not look forward to Black Friday this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't honestly see any of this PS5 or Xbox Series X stuff having Black Friday deals, though. Um, I Unless it's see, like bundles and yeah, you'll I save like $5 party or titles. Third-party yeah, th- titles, I could see it, but that's about it. Yeah. I, I think we'll see, of course, that standard discount on PlayStation Plus as well. So it'll be a great time yep. to pick that up. I know, uh, what was it, like, CD Keys had a really crazy deal. It was like 30 bucks for a year of PlayStation Plus here last yeah, year. Yeah, it usually drops back down to, like, the sale for 40 like it used to be for the year. Uh, and I could see that happening again. Um, 
I could see your Assassin's Creed, your Watch Dogs games of that nature dropping a little bit. Um, sure. I don't see stuff like Cyberpunk dropping. Um, there's a lot of games I don't see dropping. Um, there's not a lot of... I, I do see a ton of PS4 aggra- aggressive sales. I do see a lot of Xbox One aggressive sales happening. Uh, yeah, I do see sales on those PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 titles. You know, the ones that you can get, like you were kind of saying, like maybe Valhalla or something like that. Legion, um, Valhalla, there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah, 2K. I can see definitely some sales for, you know, some of the things like uh, like Destiny's DLCs and, um, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, a lot of these I think are going to be pretty um, static priced for the next-gen consoles. Cool. Uh, so that's pretty much it. That's a lot of the big events that happened across this last week. Um, it's, it's been a huge week, so this was a huge episode. We're sorry yeah. for everybody, but thanks for toughing it out with us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, there's, there's of course, a few things that we really didn't, uh, like, dig into. You know, not, like, I think probably the craziest thing that we didn't really get into was... Um, it was... Uh, uh, I think his name is, and it's uh, obviously French, uh, but Mikhail Ansel? Michel Ansel. Is it Michel? I think so. God, that's, of course. Um, he, of course, has been in the industry for 30 plus years, created some pretty uh, memorable franchises, including Rayman, The Rabbids, Beyond Good and Evil and more for Ubisoft um, decided, hey, time to retire from the industry. I'm out. Later. Um, I'm going to do something with plants. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do some stuff with plants. I don't know what it is. Um, But he, uh, you know, did ensure hey, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is currently still in development. The team is going to move on without me. Um, And it's going to just continue to maintain its uh, standard like path that it was already on so i me leaving isn't going to change anything um we had that another big one that we really didn't touch on but uh the nintendo 3ds has basically been discontinued um so yeah i don't know i feel like that's something that at least <laughs> filter and i have been talking about since the switch came out it's like why yeah. do we why are we still working? We, we all knew it was coming. We just didn't want to acknowledge that it was coming. Right. So, um, a little more official. But, uh, yeah. Um, overall, massive, massive week. Um, and a lot to talk about. So, be sure, guys, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games, Inc. Chat with us on the daily about things that are going on as well. Follow us on Twitter at uh, Mammoth Games, Inc. So, you know when we go live. Um, sharing some other stuff over there. So, be sure, just keep up with us um, throughout the week. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Delta, Johnny, you guys have anything else that you want to throw in before we're out? I mean, everybody should tune in next week to hear about our experience pre-ordering our Xbox uh, Series X's and Series S's that we're going to be going for. I for yep. one know that I'm going to be doing it. Um, we talked a lot last week about the process for that and how that all-access stuff is going to go down. So if you need a refresher, jump on there. Yeah. A lot of websites already have their info up for them, too. But that is this coming Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, until next week, I'm one of your hosts, Nightswarm. I'm Filtercord. And I'm Johnny Riot. Have a good one. <laughs>